When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now you can use promo code DNVR at sign up and get some super special offers on the Masters this weekend where a simple $5 bet could win you $25 in free bets for every birdie. 2020 U.S. Open winner Bryson DeChambeau sinks. I'm your host Patrick Lyons of the DNVR Rockies podcast and joining me today is not a guest but my co-host, Susie Hunter. What's up, Suze? I work here now. This is wild. <laughs> you do. You are officially a member of DNVR Sports. And I'm super excited. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I can't wait to work with you, Patrick, and everyone else, too. I've gotten the warmest welcome. Um, so I hope you guys like me, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think, they, I think they absolutely did because we had such great feedback. The numbers were off the charts. We talked to you in December. You know, we, we caught yeah. up, had you on the show during the off season, talked about your trip going to, I almost said 30 ballparks in 30 days. Maybe. No, that's too much. Eventually. <laughs> eventually. Someone but, did that, right? Oh, probably. I think yeah. someone, but you have to fly. I drove. It was. A little bit harder. A little bit harder. Yeah. Very hard to get out to Colorado and, and make those connections. But yeah, mm-hmm. all 30 ballparks. We talked about that. People got to know you a little bit better. Hartford is, is kind of where you've come up, you mm-hmm. know, so. Got the connection with the Rockies, obviously, yeah. with the Yard Goats. So, you know, you've been a part of the community for a while, and, and now you're part of the DNVR community officially. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> what a secret that we've all had to been, like, sitting on for so long. And now... And someone on go. Twitter called it. I think Eric tweeted out, like... Or no, maybe it was Adam was like, oh, and we're going to have big DNVR Rockies news. And someone was like, oh, would it be crazy to say that you're going to hire Susie <laughs> Hunter? And we were like, how did he know? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Yeah, I think people people were almost more shocked that we got Susie than the Rockies got Chris Bryant. You go, oh my gosh! I mean, one hundred eighty-two million dollars for Chris Bryant. Yeah, of course, that's 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 a no-brainer. But what's it gonna? What's, I'm also what, making one hundred eighty-two. I was gonna say, you know, we can't talk finances, <laughs> but I imagine they had to show you the bag as well. Yeah, I got I got the bag. Don't worry. <laughs> got the bag, man. Well, you know, day one, you're, you, we had to put you to work mm-hmm. right away, even before opening day. We got to go to Coors Field for workout day where I don't know if the workout was the highlight. There were some other things that went on that was pretty cool, right? It was food day. It was food it was day. It was food day. And that's my favorite day with any team is when you get to try all the new food. And I was not disappointed. No. no we'll get we'll get to that in a second. Th- okay. This, we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> well, th- well, this, you said it and, and me too. Opening day. Neither of us have actually been to like a proper opening day. I was there in 2019. Mm-hmm. But I never went like once as a fan. It's always a you know hard ticket to get, yeah. or the weather's always questionable, and you say, ah, you know what, I'll wait to go maybe when it's a little bit warmer, a little more reliable. But it's gonna be different. What was it like just even being in the ballpark for you? There's nothing happening yet, but you know it's just really the calm before the storm. Yeah, it was it was so cool because I um you know I've been to Coors Field a million times as a fan when it's absolutely packed and then being there as, you know, a member of the press and like no one is there. It's just us <laughs> and, you know, the staff and the players. I'm like this is kind of surreal. It was really cool. 
Yeah, it was nice getting to see the guys on the field take batting practice and kind of go through those steps. Okay, this is what it'll look like you know, on a normal game day. And it's a, it's a game day tomorrow. It's a game day mm-hmm. on, on Friday, but it still won't be normal yet, partially because it's the Dodgers, partially because it's, yeah. it's opening day. But uh, it was a lot of excitement. How cool was it just watching the guys take batting practice? Oh, my gosh. They looked great. <laughs> well, like I saw them at spring trading too, but I was just sure. like, oh, my God, I'm so close. This is awesome. And like a lot of – there were a lot of familiar faces for me because, you know, a lot of these guys were yard goats. My favorite minor league baseball team. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, oh, it was good to see everyone. Felt like, you know, coming back after summer vacation, coming back to school. It has that first day of school vibe. You mm-hmm. going in. And again, some people you knew, a lot of people that goes, oh, yeah, we follow each other. We know yeah. each other <laughs> virtually. Now we know each other personally. Yeah. And so it is very much a first day of school vibes. Everyone's, I got my nice sweater on, you know, my, my yeah. college shirt. I got my best wardrobe on. Looking sharp. Try to. I mean, tomorrow, that's really when the ball gown comes out for me. I don't know know what you plan on wearing, but. I rented a tux, funny enough. (laughs) Wow. What a coink. (laughs) What a coink. We also got a chance to talk with Chris Bryant in in, in the big press room there. Uh, Got to see him up close and personal. Mm -hmm. And he he used the phrase positive vibes. He did. Yes. He gets the vibes. We love to see it. Love to see it. You know, uh, did a nice job talking there. I love how the the tone that he's trying to set in signing here because, you know, it was somewhat of a surprise, I think, for a lot of people, you know, for him coming here, especially after having gone to the postseason six of his seven years in the majors and having won a World Series. He's one of those winning ball players. And for him to kind of put that stamp of approval in a way on the Rockies, I think. We've been validated. A little bit. Yeah. And and it was, I think, surprising. And, And especially with all the moves that have really were made in the wake of his signing, you go, okay, that actually makes a little bit more sense. But I love that he's he's planting these seeds all over the place. And he said, mm-hmm. quote, I don't know what it was like before I got here. In other words, don't talk to me about Nolan. <laughs> I don't care about Trevor's story. Troy Tulowitzki, I'm me. This is my own situation. And so <laughs> I, I find it to be interesting because we, we kind of have that baggage, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, having, we got baggage. <laughs> oh, extra baggage. <laughs> so <much>. um, <laughs> and so I, I like that he's laying that. And he's also too, you know, man, I think still on DraftKings, it's 68 and a half is the over under for the Rockies. Yeah. Which hmm. is, it's not a hundred losses, but we went through this whole thing last year where, oh, the Rockies, man, their, their roster looks so poor. And then they easily mm-hmm. get over the 69 and a half, whatever it was last year. Yeah. So we've kind of been through this and he goes out and says, well, I don't really care what people have to say about whatever algorithms or projections or expected stats they have out there. Oof. I like that. I liked it too. I he said it with a smile on his face, but I was like, oh, this is aggressive. Verbally aggressive. Yeah. Talk about being a really good, you know, road player, which I think is important. But mm-hmm. at Coors Field, it it's just it's just gonna be different. The Coors mm-hmm. to hangover and and hitting at sea level versus altitude. So we'll see if he can, you know, back up that statement this season and the next couple. Yeah. He said he's not sleeping as well as he normally does. Should we be concerned? Should we get him some melatonin? He also talked about <laughs> Charlie Blackman's knees hurting him. Yeah. No, not melatonin. Not melatonin. He needs some Wana Optimal's fast asleep gummies. <laughs> That's what he needs. Yes. 10 milligrams of CBD, a hint of THC, and you will have a 40 homer season in you. Ugh. Asterisk. that cannot be you know, supported by the FDA or Wana Optimal's fast asleep gummies. But maybe. I those things help my parents yes. go to sleep every night. It's great. I give them I give them their gummy, tuck them in, and now it's it's daddy time to just That is so wholesome. Do his thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> um but yeah, so speaking of wholesome and, and having a couple treats, 
let's let's get to the new foods at yes. Coors Field, which you know I think it was RG who was here, and he he'll have a, a fantastic video on on everything that we did. Who tipped me off to? I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They usually have a little introductory thing at the beginning of the season with the new foods, and I thought, I mean, what what kind of new things could you actually do? And I'm kind of hyped. Yeah. I, and it, there's only I think like three things that they three or four things. Yeah. So it wasn't a ton, mm -hmm. but what they what they brought out like. I, no joke, it was it was delicious. Well, I was so happy to see this too because last year we didn't really get uh, stadiums putting out new exciting foods because one, True. that wasn't the priority. The priority was like making sure they were serving foods in a safe way. But the other thing was, you know, um, you use the new foods to get new people into the ballpark or get like, you know, fans to return. But since baseball was gone for all of 2020, at least like to fans, um, no trouble getting people to come back to the game. Even people who aren't that into baseball were like, oh, I got to get back to a game. Yeah. So, yeah, it was not a priority. I mean, I went to every ballpark and no one had the crazy over-the-top foods like I was used to seeing. And it was super sad. But, you know, this made this felt like normal again. So I was super happy to be trying some new foods. What was your, what was your favorite thing to have? Because I feel like they were so diverse. Mm -hmm. You know, like a dessert kind of like a full-on meal, great snack to share with friends. Yeah. What was your, your favorite thing that they unveiled I, today? I loved the hot chicken sandwich. It was yeah. so good. So, like, the the chicken itself, like, the sauce on that breading was just, like, it was spicy. It was tangy. There was a special sauce on there. We had lettuce and tomato, or there's bacon on there. Oh, so good. That was my favorite. It was just, like, it was as good as a restaurant sandwich, honestly. Yeah. It has my my blessing to continue. Has the Susie seal of approval. The Susie seal of approval. The Susie seal. We got it. There, that could be a new mascot too. Yeah. Can we it's, get a it's, graphic? It's a new mascot, the Susie seal, this. and it's an actual animal. You're like, but no, we're supposed to stamp it. We'll stamp the seal on something. Can we put my? I new took you cartoon? by surprise on that. Yeah, I was not expecting. Can we take like my little my little face drawing on a seal body and put though. it on a seal's body? Yeah, the animal, not the human, we because really this is. <laughs> Not now we're human. really getting so far <laughs> off of like, wait, wasn't this just supposed to say, hey, this is good. It's a stamp of approval. Too many it's, seals. It's getting out of hand. It's off the rails. And uh, I think that's rails. good. I, I think I like that. My favorite thing. So they also had a Denver steak and cheese fries, mm -hmm. which kind of was a good marriage of, again, something Denver cheesesteak for the Philly for you. Yes. So that was kind of nice. It was different. It was different, yeah. They did a good job with the steak for sure. Um, but you know, I'm very particular about cheesesteaks because that is my my heritage, my culture. It's tough to see it being appropriated. <laughs> the, the food of my people. <laughs> the Elvis shake was my favorite. Now, mm -hmm. Kale, um, do you know anything about the foods that Elvis Presley uh, used to eat? Yeah, I can't particularly say I do. Can't say you do. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, towards the uh, the end of his career. He enjoyed these these Elvis sandwiches. It would be, I don't think it was deep fried bananas. It maybe would have been, might have been, but it's banana, peanut butter, and bacon on a sandwich. And he ate a lot of those. He gained a lot of weight and reportedly died on the toilet. Oof. And so now at Coors Field this year <laughs> in 2022, you can get an Elvis shake. Yes, cream to banana liqueur. Neither of us knew that we were going to be getting boozed up we didn't know until afterwards no until i read i was like we didn't really taste the banana oh it was in there uh soft serve ice cream peanut butter sauce cracker jacks at the top mm -hmm. little cracker jacks with some of the sauce on it and then candied bacon yeah 
So it was, I'm not a big like dessert guy. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where I started. Just like a milkshake. It was really good though. Yeah. Interesting really that good. you started with the dessert, even though you're not a dessert guy. What a strategy. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what I was doing. I just, <laughs> I don't know what it I was, was doing. <laughs> it was the Cracker Jack and there's something about it said baseball and it comes in a cool cup. I wish I could describe what that cup looks like. Oh, there you go. Look oh my goodness. I had to wash it in the bathroom. Here you go. These are allegedly um, former margarita cups that have been repurposed. With a 2014, you know, uh, trademark on it. So it has it on the, on the side right? there. Yeah, there like, it is. Uh, 2014, <laughs> they had to repurpose it and say, we got to put something like in there. We've had sitting around for way too long. We got to do something. Hopefully they also wash those before they... Are you? Are we sick from the liqueur or just from these things that have just been sitting in storage? So it's like really deep, and you got to be you got to eat the Cracker Jack first because if you drink the shake, then it'll get to the bottom. You won't be able yeah. to get to it. You can use the bacon kind of as a spoon. You could. I couldn't. My bacon was not sturdy enough. Oh, you had some flimsy. I issue had flimsy going on. bacon. Yeah, you did have flimsy bacon. I did not have the architecture to support that. No. But it, it, that was a good way of welcoming us back at Coors Field, especially because yeah. in the press box, they haven't had hot food since 2019. Oh, yeah. And so now, I know. Oh, so sad. Oh. I know. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, you know, I manage. I ma- Somehow, I manage. Uh, Just so, starving artists out here. <laughs> yeah. That's 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 a way we could be described. So it, it was just a great, good first start to get back. Mm-hmm. A little bit cold, but once you get on the field, it's warm and sunny. Yeah. It's... Course field, man. It's, it's going to be the place to be. And right here, where we're at, at the DNVR bar, as you can see with our wonderful wood blocks down in front on the corner of Colfax and York, where if you're a member, you get a member sized beer, which almost pays for the price of the, of the membership in and of itself, which which is fantastic. We're actually going to be, well, we'll pop in. We'll definitely have to pop in on Friday at Ice House, yeah. one of our, our sister bars and mm-hmm. part of the, the little bar family, if you will. Uh, 11 a.m., dropping two new shirts. A lot of DNVR personalities are going to be there. It's it's going to be popping off. So, again, it's only 50 cents for your first month at the DNVR.com. If you want an annual membership, you get a free shirt. And that could probably be one of those new Rocky shirts, too, it even. It could be. Is if it going to be Liddy? It's going to be Lit and Liddy. Ah! Yes. Both <laughs> of those things simultaneously, in fact. Simultaneously. It's too much. Yeah. We also got to tell you, something that's not too much is just right. It's the Relief and Recovery Creams from Escape Artist. It's the highest award of topical brand in Colorado. It prioritizes quality and consistency, penetrates for that deep muscle tissue discomfort. So that could be what Charlie Blackman needs to use on those achy knees of his. Mm-hmm. He's getting up there in age. He's like 35. That's pretty old. Yeah. I don't even play a sport and my knees hurt me all the time. So Yeah. I remember when my pop pop turned 35 because that's that was a big one. We had a big big bash for that for for that party. Big surprise. We didn't surprise him so much. We didn't want his you know his heart to. He had a condition. He was 35. Um, but look, the best way that you can get your escape artists is at Lightshade Dispensary. Now with 11 11 locations in the Denver metro area, you can get a you know great selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flower, edibles, tinctures, accessories. And more super producer Kale, you're an, a tinctures guy, aren't you? Dude, when I think of Kale, I think of tinctures. No two <laughs> ways about it. No, but guess what? If uh, you're listening to this now, you're a member or otherwise, just use code DNVR for 25% off non sale items. Shop online at lightshade.com for pickup or visit a lightshade location near you. 
Susie, you might not know about this, but there's been some serious issues here in town with watching the Nuggets and Avalanche. I've heard about the issues. Yes. Heard about it. I've heard about the drama. It's led to all-time low numbers for people watching one of the greatest basketball players of his generation, Nikola Mm -hmm. Jokic. Yeah. But all that has to do with big money, big cable companies, Mm -hmm. you name it, but you don't have to fret anymore because now we got Avaca TV. Go to avaca.tv slash DNVR, zero hidden fees or contracts, just $25 per month, plus a receiver. Your price gets locked in for two years. You never have to worry again. You're going to get Nuggets. You're going to get Avalanche. You're going to get Rockies now with AT&T Sportsnet. Rapids, Mammoth, CSU, Rams, Denver Pioneers, all in one place with Avaca TV. So go to avaca.tv slash DNVR. Go that's, there. That's good to know. No, go there. I will go there. We're waiting. Grab your phone. <laughs> go. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, we actually had that. Jason Hirsch, when he was on, remember the 2007 Rockies? As I was doing the reads, he was literally getting it on his phone. Yeah. Well, I'm paying a lot of money for a different provider, and I'm like, mm, that sounds like a better deal. Yes. I'm you, new here. <laughs> you've got your Comcast, but it's the Philly Comcast rather than the Denver Comcast. No, it's not Comcast, but it is. Oh, no. It's still tied to my Philly cards. Oh man. It's so it's so annoying. All right, before we get into some of our 2022 postseason predictions and some of our own opening day traditions, I, I I feel like we should do a little PSA and let people know the rundown of everything. Because if you're into the tailgating or you want to get to the park early, 9 a.m. That sounds crazy. But if you're doing opening day, it's 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 a long day. 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. is when the parking lots open at Coors Field, eleven o'clock. Opening day fest at McGregor Square. I like that that spin. Opening day fest. Fest, yes. Festival of opening days. Like well, a little carnival. We're going to have rides? I don't know. Maybe. We're going to have to swing by. The Rocky season in and of itself will be a ride. We, we know <laughs> it that. It will be a roller coaster. Gates open at noon. Again, 2.10. First pitch. Pre-game ceremony start at like 1.30. Mm-hmm. They're going to do a flyover with the 140th wing from the Colorado Air National Guard. But the giveaway that you'll get at 12 p.m. is the magnet schedule, which I'm giving it a spotlight because that's my favorite giveaway, Mm -hmm. is the magnet schedule. Because it it just lets you know what's going on all year. Yeah. Like it it lays the groundwork for if and when you want a bobblehead. Well, now I know when, or I know when this team comes to town. I'm, I'm a big fan of the magnet schedule. I love a magnet schedule. So I, I was telling you this story earlier, but I, um, you know, in the years that I've been coming out to Denver, I always show up for that last Friday of the season, the last Friday home game, because that's when they give out the next season's magnet schedule. Yeah. So I, I always come and get it. And I've had people say, like, I'll, I'll mail one to you. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> I will come here in person and get it. I, I went so far as like on eBay, there was companies kind of like, like now with Etsy where you can kind of just make everything your own and, mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, not have the rights to do so. Like you could just order like magnets of just any team from any city just to have. And I was like, I might want to get some stock in this. I might, might want to get a couple extra copies. You're a real magnet guy. I didn't know. I, do, I, I enjoy magnets just in general. On a trip, you got to pick up a magnet. But really, that's the centerpiece is the 2022 season, whatever year you're in. That you gotta have the magnet schedule, and then all the other ones get decorated around it. Mm-hmm. That's, how you, that's how you know where you're gonna be. Oh my gosh, I love that. That's beautiful. I think so. Beautiful. I think it is refrigerator art. It's the way to go. <laughs> all right. So for you, so you said you know you haven't been to an opening day, but we all know what it's like 
game day, right? Yeah. Especially if it's if it's on the weekend, like like a Sunday, it's kind of a similar situation. Mm-hmm. What what's a good pregame routine for Susie Hunter when you're going out to a game? And no one's gonna see you doing this now. Yeah. You gotta you gotta get. I'm not. Yeah. Gotta get in the press box. Won't exist anymore. Well, I mean, I will also add. So I mean, I mean, I've been to a ton of Yard Goats opening days, both yeah. as a fan and as a reporter, and those are just always so fun. I used to work at a Fenway Sports Bar where I would get huh. to work uh, super early before opening day. One of the most chaotic times of my life. Like 7 a.m. Yeah. Wow. We would get there so early because we would open so early because people in Boston just like need to drink all the time. <laughs> Always. Like, wow, they're they're out outside the bar early, ready to get in. No, they just didn't go home. Like they, <laughs> that, that one out. hour from when they closed the bar at, at 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Yep. We'll just hang outside, get some fresh air. Yeah. Um, I mm. like my modern day opening day rituals a little better, you know, you or modern day game day rituals. You know, yeah. you... I like to go get some, go get some food, go get some nachos somewhere, find a good sports bar with my favorite type of nachos. Nachos are your thing. We're That's all, my favorite we'll, food. We'll talk plenty more about You'll your nacho You'll be so game. sick of hearing about it, everyone. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, I love to get some pregame nachos just so you're not going into the game too hungry. You don't know if the lines are going to be too long. Yeah. I don't want to get hangry because then I'm going to not enjoy the game as much. That's important to me. That was that was an issue last year for people going to games. Mm-hmm. Is really long lines, short staffed. I mean, that very well could be the case now too. So that yeah. kind of pre gaming is is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll be open at at two o'clock on on opening day. But typically for a night game, come down here, grab a bite to eat before you head to the ballpark. If you want to Uber, do that whole thing. I think yeah. that's that's a good way of of going about your business. Yeah, lay put laying down a little. A little bit of food in the belly yeah. ahead of time. I just like to eat all day, so, you know, Pick, I'm going to start before the game. Love a nosh. I'm a nosher. <laughs> you said something today that suggested that perhaps you don't like hot dogs. Is that true? <laughs> you don't have to tell that story, but I don't. do you like, you don't like hot dogs? I don't like hot dogs. Wow. That's okay. I don't like pork, so. We have a couple of producers now off stage that are exchanging glances like, did we make a major oh, mistake? Oh no, we killed the brand. Did we hire the wrong, no. a baseball person that doesn't like hot dogs? There's that's, so many no, other baseball okay. foods. Okay. Hot dogs are kind of overrated. I, thank the you. Glizzy? Thank you. Uh, again, to cover. To cover baseball, you do not need to necessarily like hot dogs. No, they're slimy. They're shaped <laughs> slimy? in a weird way. Wait, wait. <laughs> okay. This is a Christian show. No, I'm just not. <laughs> so I was going to ask yeah. you about your favorite toppings then, but just no. I mean, if you were. if like, I mean, I've eaten hot dogs. Okay. No. I, okay. I'm so sure here's you, the thing. That's how so, you know you don't like something, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, try it. Okay. Um, so. I, where was I? So there's a minor league baseball team uh, in Coney Island, uh, the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Cyclones. Cyclones. Mm-hmm. That's affiliate. Yep. So they, of course, have like so many hot dogs. Nathan's. So, Gotta have Nathan's. Exactly. Right? Yeah. That's like, that's that's the thing. That's the flagship food stand there. There you go. Um, so my friend Amanda and I, we used to make videos about ballpark foods called Nacho Scout. Um, so that we, we haven't done it in a while, but um, we went and we put ketchup on a hot dog and we got dragged online. We got dragged for putting ketchup on a hot dog because we just put everything on. We're like, we're going to put relish. We're going to put onions. We're going to put mustard. We put ketchup on it too. So we just like didn't know that it was going to be so controversial. Hmm. So I don't know the issue. What am I missing? 
So wait, wait, you just put the ketchup or you put all those things on? Ketchup and other things, but people oh, were okay. singling out the ketchup as an offensive topping. Yeah, I, people are very sensitive when it comes to ketchup. Uh, spicy mustard is kind of the way to go on a hot dog for me, but yeah. Just spicy mustard? I, I'll just go spicy. Spicy That's must. That's it? Just, just spicy brown. Little, little spicy must? Give me some, give me some, give me some rel. Some rel? AKA relish. Some relish? Um, and some spicy must, AKA spicy mustard. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll do, yeah, I'll, I'll take those two. Just those two. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. I mean, what? There's not really too many other options. I'll do a sauerkraut <laughs> once in a while. I'll do a sauerkraut. On a special occasion? Yeah. It's good for the digestion, you know? It is. Bratwurst are good. It's good. Hmm. And biker, biker, biker gyms is is the spot. I've had Denver. biker gyms. RK's off. That that's who I made the comment. Did you know they down in spring training, biker gyms was down there at Salt River Fields. No way. I actually met James, James that likes to motorbike, aka Bicycle biker gym. Oh. Yeah. Bicycle James. James on the motorcycle, aka biker gym. Got to meet him. Yeah. Good. Good dude. Good dude. Great dogs. Yeah, wow. All right. Well, so then you go more nachos then, right? I am a big nacho fan. So I always, I've always said that the nacho stand at section 110 is my favorite ballpark food. Mm. Um, so I, I've been saying this a, a lot for years. And uh, the past couple of times that I went to Coors Field last summer, uh, the line was insane. I was like, did I, am I the architect of my own misery? Like, did I cause this? <laughs> <laughs> did, did I give them too much publicity? And now the line is just nuts. Could be. I mean, it, it's hard to, to mess up nachos, I think, in a lot of ways. But people, people but it does. do it. It does get messed up. But the way they do it at Coors Field, it's just perfect. They stack the chips, like, alongside each other, and it's not too big of a portion. So, like, every chip gets a little something. The queso is better than at other parks. That green chili queso, it's mm -hmm. perfection. That is, like, just, like, the pinnacle of ballpark food for me are the Coors Field nachos. The pinnacle of rugby right now in the world, Susie, I don't know if you knew this. Mm -hmm. It's right here in Denver. Glendale. Oh. Yes. For the American <laughs> Raptors. It's a rugby club composed of crossover athletes who've played professionally in, in football, basketball, wrestling, soccer, track and field. Name more sports because they probably have pros who are training and learning rugby. Go ahead. Name more, name, name more sports. I don't know any more sports. Ping pong. <laughs> yep. They probably have a guy who's the best at his sport in table tennis also doing it there but no in the quest to win the rugby world cup these future u.s national team hopefuls are right here in your backyard go to americanraptors.com for free tickets and check out our very own colton strickler on the dnvr rugby podcast dropping episodes every week with info in, info on basics while also interviewing top athletes and coaches in the sports he's got excellent betting tips on this year's super rugby's as well uh all that and more at americanraptors.com also on opening day or on your first game that you make it out, you got to get like some type of merchandise or memorabilia. Mm -hmm. What what is that item for you? I mean, again, going to thirty ballparks last year probably was like that. Of all right, I want to get something. Is it, you know, if you're going to your home ballpark, I imagine you're not looking for the same thing or the thing that represents Colorado the most. Mm -hmm. When you're in Seattle, you want to get a Seattle item maybe. I don't know. Is that is that the thought process behind it? Well, Something that represents that that trip. Yeah, so I when I did the road trip, I got the same souvenir at every single ballpark. Oh, that's right. I got right. a ball. That's I right. I remember that. I got a ball, and I would write the date on it, and I would write the number that is on the ballpark journey. 
So I got the same souvenir. Cause like some people were like, oh, are you getting a hat for from every ballpark? I'm like, that would be so expensive. Hats are like 40, $50. Like I, True. I don't have that kind of budget, but a ball is like $10. Yeah. But um, if I'm like at a home game, like if I'm at a Rockies game, mm -hmm. I'm a sucker for a new hat. I'm a sucker for a new shirt. I just love things. Just love to buy things. It's a problem. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a huge problem. I think there's gonna be a lot of Chris Bryant mm -hmm. jerseys around the ballpark. I mean, I don't know if we'll see it right away. We were we were talking about this in the company. Like, what's what's the most popular jersey that we're gonna see around at the ballpark on mm -hmm. opening day? And we'll have a show also. Uh, on Friday after opening day and all the festivities. So Friday night, it'll be going down once again on the DNVR Rockies live show. But yeah, eventually I think people will, will start getting the, the Chris Bryant jerseys. Oh yeah, if they haven't already. Yeah, Randall Gritchuk, maybe not. Hmm. Not yet, not as much. Marquez, Brendan Rodgers. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing Brendan Rodgers is going to be batting third in the lineup this year. So Love to see it. hitting behind Chris Bryant, hitting in front of Crone and Ryan McMahon. Man, it could be some real big things for that guy. So mm -hmm. the Rodgers jerseys are going to be the ones you got to go for. Uh, before we get into our postseason picks, you tipped me off to this. Trevor Story here, you know, like on his way out of the clubhouse uh, at Fenway, about to play his first game with Boston. I don't know if I have all those details right. Decides they canceled to just... that game, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's tomorrow. <laughs> he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> gets in his phone, gets in his note app. Let people he, know if they don't already about Trevor's story. He forgot to thank the Rockies and the fans um, <laughs> for his his time here in Denver. Um, so he posted that that thank you note today. I was like, um, is this not a little late? Like you've been gone for a while. But yeah, he had to get it out before he posted his um his hey I'm in Boston now picture. He doesn't post a lot on social media. True. Um, his mom Teddy does. Yeah, she's good. She's a good follow. She's nice. She lady. should just like take over the password and just like take care. Be a momager. Have a momager moment. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that phrase. Mm -hmm. I can get behind that. Also, 29 years ago today, Thursday, April 7th, mm -hmm. the film, The Sandlot, was released. Oh my gosh. Yes. Today's the day. A classic. That movie is so stressful. Yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. I think so a little bit. Yeah, I was. I, I just my my one takeaway from the Sandlot is like, oh my god, these kids are destroying so much, so much value. Not a lot of uh, guardianship or, or parental, you know. Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but yeah, not a lot of parental guidance. I, not I guess a lot of the supervision. Yeah, where, where were they all? You know, what did Dennis Leary do? What did what did Scotty Small's <laughs> stepdad even do? I, I don't know. Crazy. Oh you my god. You must have had a lot of money if he was able to get a, an actual Babe Ruth signed right? ball. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, th that's that's probably my favorite baseball movie. I was talking about this morning, like I don't think I saw that in theaters. Like I was old enough, like I don't think I saw that in theaters or maybe wasn't even excited for it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I saw it, it just immediately became just a part of this thing in my life. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I was telling people, oh, you're killing me, Smalls. And I don't even know what you're talking about. Before now, <laughs> that's just like a phrase now in American oh, culture. Oh, yeah. Right? You're, you're killing me, Smalls. It took a while. You're killing me. But All you right. got there. <laughs> got there. I don't know. So I'm, I'm hyped. Big, big Sandlot Happy fan. anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. I'm happy for you. That's it. Thank you. Do you have a favorite baseball movie? Is um, it too early to unveil that kind of information? Maybe, maybe. Big League of Their Own fan. Oh. Yeah, that's also one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. I I have that's actually it's one of my favorite Halloween costumes too. I have I have one of the you got a Rockford, Rockford Peach? Peach uniforms in my closet. Whoa. It's ready to go at all times. Man, that, I know for a Halloween episode, I might have to bust out one of the Racine Bells. Yes, 
you know, because if you know the, the, the color of the racing bells, it's the color of spicy must. So it, it all ties back. Yeah. yeah it's I guess a, so, it's a mustard yeah. color. Yeah. It's a, a yellowish brown. <laughs> It's all right. You know. It's funny. One of the years that I wore my Rockford Peach uniform, um, I was like out at the bar with some friends and ran into like three or four other girls separate from one another also wearing the same what? thing. And I was like, oh, my God, we're putting a team together. This is great. That is legit amazing. It was so fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Oh, wow. it was a re- Hartford, Hartford has it. That's a saying in Hartford that no one else would get. Hartford has a lot of really good baseball history. We'll, we'll dig into that. Rich baseball like Denver. history. Oh, my gosh. It's like Denver, gosh. too, where if you don't know and you just go, oh, well, the Yargoats you know, they only came around like 2016. It, it went back you know, a hundred years Ugh. before that. Same thing with baseball in Denver. We'll do a separate back. pod on it because I could talk about. I could we talk about that we may want to wait about I don't know six months. Maybe we'll yeah. have some other things to talk about. I think there's about. some more relevant topics that we'll have, like the 2022 Ooh. MLB season. Let's mm. let's get into it. We got we got a couple of predictions. A lot of them are somewhat similar. Let's start here in our in our home, if you will. Yes. In the National League, mm-hmm. East, Central, West. We both like the Dodgers. I mean, I it's haven't hard met not anyone. To, yeah. It's kind of mad to think that the Dodgers aren't going to do it. I mean, again, mm-hmm. I think the Padres still have a lot of juice and have some believers, but with Tatis out for the first, you know, three months, and I, I think they're a little bit suspect in in some ways. It's just really hard to go away from the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Brewers here in the NL Central. Do you think they're going to run away with it, or does you know St. Louis maybe have a little bit of a chance? I think they have a little bit of a chance for sure. Um, yeah. but I just think. It's just clearly going to be Brewers. Yeah, I I think that one is going to be interesting. It's going to be how much those teams can beat up on Cincinnati, beat up on Pittsburgh, and maybe the Cubs too. We'll kind of wait and see what happens. They signed a bunch of veteran guys Mm -hmm. that, you know, are interesting, but it's uh, their their window of contention is kind of over. And then in the NL East, (laughs) I went with the reigning World Series champions, uh, Atlanta. I think, you know, even though they only won 88 games last year, I think they're gonna. They might run away with it a little bit more. But you picked the Phillies. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully so, the Phillies. Yeah, I picked the Phillies. Um, well, first of all, the Braves only won 88 games last year. The Phillies Fair. kind of had a little bit of a chance of winning that division last year. So I'm keeping that in mind. Uh, they've made a lot of great offensive signings. Um, defensively, it's going to be a clown show. That's they're going to be hilarious. Be I can't. I can't wait till they come to Colorado. I think it's going to be hysterical. Both series against the Rockies are in the month of April. Yeah, they're like yeah, a week apart from each other. It's pretty funny. This Just get it out of the way early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that that could that could actually be a real opportunity for the Rockies to take advantage of that because eventually mm-hmm. they'll figure it out. You know, they'll figure out what they're doing uh, defensively, yeah. right? But playing them after that, so next weekend will be the Cubs series, and then I think it's Monday through Wednesday, Monday through Thursday yeah. against the Phillies at home before going to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Rockies could take advantage of that and, and exploit that before Joe Girardi maybe figures out. Uh, a decent way of going about it defensively, right? Yeah. Uh, wildcard clubs. I do have Philly as, as the number one wildcard. Yeah. You have Atlanta as the number one wildcard. I do, so yeah. Look at us, a little swap. There we go. Swappy swap. We both have San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And despite all the crap talk I have about the Padres, uh, I, I got to go with them to make the postseason over someone like the Mets because the Mets just – the Mets are the Mets. The Rockies will Rocky, yeah. But the Mets will Mets. The Met, the Met, the Mets will Met. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's sim- similar vibe, you know. Uh, yeah, I think the Mets are. I had so much faith in them earlier in the off season, and then as things have played out, I'm like, no, 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 no they're they're gonna be the Mets. 
it's you know it, it's similar with the Chris Bryant thing where you go and you pay 182 million and you're like well that's gonna make your team a lot better but you're trading story for Bryant so eh, okay but with them they went out and got you know all these guys even before the lockout with you know Scherzer, Marcana, Starling Marte mm -hmm. but they're also a little bit older guys that make you think hey man it couple things start breaking down and we're already seeing it with DeGrom mm -hmm. who's going to miss some time so I feel like they're suspect so despite the fact that there is a chance the Padres could finish fourth in this division with the Rockies finishing third mm -hmm. I'm still going to pick the Padres you're yeah. going to learn this about me I, I I'm a flip-flopper you're a flip-flopper okay. and it allows me to have a little bit of column a column b and say hey I, I got it I feel good about it you know <laughs> Okay. <laughs> in a weird way, if that makes right. sense. And but you do have St. Louis, you know, making that postseason. Yeah. Arenado getting back there. I think, and you know, Pujols too. You know, yeah. that'd be that'd be fun for him. Um, I we'll saw, see. There was video of him walking into the stadium this morning. Wow, he he walks like a pro wrestler, <laughs> where like his like he locks his knees. It he does not look comfortable walking. Let alone playing video. baseball. It it wasn't a video like highlighting his walking. Uh, <laughs> it was a, it was literally like, look, here's Albert Pujols coming back for his final season, and all I saw was like, what's going on with those knees, man? He walks like Bud Black, oh like God. he literally how when Buddy has to walk out, where you know he probably needs you know double knee surgery. I think that's what's going on with Pujols, man. So I I don't know. It'll be interesting. How and and we'll. We'll see this later, so yeah. it's okay if we talk double back on it. Mm -hmm. Final season for allegedly Wainwright, Molina, Pujols. What what is your take on something like that when those players come around, celebrate them, or no, they're the opposing team? Forget those guys. Do you, do you think they you know deserve a moment? I you know I like to think so. I do too. You know you gotta respect. You gotta pay respect where respect is due. So yeah, you gotta respect all. You of gotta us. respect them, you know. <laughs> respect. <Yeah. laughs> uh, all right, in the American <laughs> League, we got Toronto winning the East. Everybody likes Toronto. I love. I not? mean, I I've loved Toronto for a long time, and also I got to see. I love Vladdy Jr. and Vladito. I got to see him play against the Yard Goats a ton when he was in Double A. Um, back he was thicker back then, uh, but he was just. He was a monster, um, and I loved watching him play. He's one of my favorite players. So I, I just I think this is a good year for them. Yeah, I think it, this is the year. And they did so well last year, you know, living missed. out of suitcases, and you know yeah. now that they actually have a home, and you know, Toronto's so happy to have them back. They're going to be unstoppable. Yeah, two years. You know, they were they were dealing with that situation and playing mm -hmm. down it. Think well, they they didn't yeah, Salem Fields in Buffalo, but then they were Dunedin last yeah, year too. Yeah, they had three home stadiums last year, and they might have the biggest advantage of of them all. I don't know how to phrase this. You need to get vaccinated to play against the yeah, Blue Jays in Toronto, so true. it will be very interesting to see what players from the AL East are not going to Toronto and not hitting home runs yeah. against Blue Jays pitching. That will be very curious to see this season. We are living in interesting times. Aren't we? We are. Aren't we? <laughs> what a treat. We we uh, both picked Houston mm -hmm. in the West. They're going to have to prove that they're – somebody else is going to have to prove that they can do it yeah. before, you know, you pick anyone other than that. Mm -hmm. And we both have Chicago, you know, with the White Sox, which – it's kind of exciting. Yeah, I, I'm. I just, I just fantasy booked myself into a trip to Chicago and helped the White Sox staff like cover that the World Series. I just booked it in my head. Oh, I love that. I don't know. I'm making it up. I like, I like doing that. That could be a fun <laughs> scenario. Why not? 
Yeah, I mean, I uh, I loved the White Sox last year, and I just think that they're they're in their window, you know. And I I want to see it. I like them. Yeah, they're they're um, they're exciting too. They're exciting. They definitely have a lot of juice. And I mean, they got a, they got a hot little manager there in Tony Larusa. So yeah. I mean, talk about he followed me on Twitter. I almost died. Really? <laughs> I know. I was like, what? I don't know what we we might have to do a power <laughs> so ranking. What was the most shocking thing of that statement? TLR, Tony LaRussa, has a Twitter account. Has a Twitter. B, he knows how to use it. And C, he's following you. Uh, that's gonna have to be a poll up there on the Oh my gosh, uh, yeah. Twitter I, was, account. I was shook. Interesting. I'm breathless talking wow. about it right now. <laughs> Man, did you did you have like a photo with you and a couple dogs? He loves dogs. He's a big supporter of like the ASPCA, I think. Oh my gosh, you know, I haven't posted any dog content recently, so I don't know what did it. And it was before this announcement, so it wasn't that he was excited that I was working here, so no. I wonder what it was. I got to go back in the archives and figure it out. So there will be dog content coming. I mean, I love dogs. Okay. I don't have a dog, though. My lifestyle just does not allow for it. And also my landlord. Yeah. Big one. Yeah. Your Very landlord's a big, big dog? No. Or no, he's a big one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no. I, I, I don't know if I should be, be talking at a school here, but I feel like I'm close to getting a cat. Oh, I love cats. We We're can, talking about it. We, We're talking we can, about people it. can like dogs and cats. I made a, an Instagram. I, I prefer cat. dogs than cats, but you know what? For my situation, I think I'm going cat. My wife and I were going to get a cat. Oh my gosh, this is maybe. Good. Congratulations. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I know I shouldn't have said anything. Oh my gosh. All right, let's go with our <laughs> let's go with our wild card teams. Here's where we're kind of all over the place. Now, we we both, are all over the we place. We both have Seattle, who also is like an exciting team, like yeah. Seattle and Toronto. Those two together. Mm-hmm. A lot of juice. I, I like what both those teams have going for them. Of course, Jerry Depoto, former member of the Colorado Rockies and former member of the Colorado Spring Sky Sox when they were a uh, Cleveland affiliate, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so we both have Seattle. You like the Angels. I do. Sp- uh, spill the tea. Spill no, the tea. Again, the I'm not like totally committed to this. I'm like you. I'm going to flip-flop a little bit. Some but you can see an avenue. I kind of can too. But I yeah. like that. What's the avenue that, that gets the Angels back you to the You know postseason? what? Yeah, Shohei was just on fire last season. And if we've got a healthy Mike Trout, like, come on. I think it's gonna, they're going to be fun to watch, I think, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think they've got a chance at that wild card spot. I, I like the Syndergaard signing, especially if he's healthy. Yeah. And in, in, a, in a weird way, you go, well, wait, they just designated for assignment Justin Upton, so they're going to pay him all that money to go somewhere else. That's an indicator that they've got somebody who's going to be better than him. And yeah. they want to win games. These they are want, great points. They want, they, want, they, want, <laughs> they want the best team on the field, not you know the, the, the best names out there. So mm-hmm. I, I do like that yeah. uh, for those purposes. I've got the Yankees as the big powerhouse coming out of the East. You've got... The Red Sox. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. Wait, are you going? Are, you know, maybe I'm jumping the gun here, uh-huh. but are you going Red Sox, Cardinals, World Series, rematch of 2004, Arenado v. Story? Oh, my. That would be wild. I also oh have them God. both on my fantasy team. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> I accidentally brought the t- gang back together. <laughs> not every, tell, let everybody know who the gang is because it wasn't just Story and Arenado. And LeMayhew. And LeMayhew. I, I brought them all back together, but I, like, wasn't really doing it intentionally. Like I was in a, isn't a pretty important meeting, but like also doing my fantasy draft. So I was just like, okay, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that looks good. And I was like, oh my gosh, I look what I've made. You, to be fair, you were three Elvis shakes in with, with all the cream to banana. <laughs> yes. So 
You were like, "Woo, all right, let's take, got a little take LeMahieu in the second round. Why not? Got a little crazy. Uh, and I also have Tampa Bay, which, again, they're just a team where even if you can only name half of their roster, you go, well, who cares? Mm-hmm. The nameless, shapeless figures up in the front office that are punching the buttons and doing the laundry, as we know, mm-hmm. you know, analytics people do, <laughs> uh, they are going to get the job done. So so that's who I've got. Do you, do you have a World Series pick for me? I've got Dodgers over the Blue Jays. It's going to be white and blue with a splash of red kind yeah. of World Series. With a splash of red. I was going to say, I'm like, I think that this is the Blue Jays' year to make the World Series. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, uh, in fact, the 30th anniversary of them winning the World Series That's in 92. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. You like the Dodgers in the NL? Uh, just they're so good. I don't want to say it, but I don't want to just be like, oh, you know what? I agree with you. But like, you know, I agree with you. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's what's interesting about baseball. I mean, what is it? I think 15 of the last 21 World Series have been or rather yeah, fif- only 15 teams have won the World Series in the last 21 years. So it's like hmm. there is, you know, uh, it's anyone's game once you make it to the postseason. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't really matter what your record is. It's a whole new year. And so that's what can make it hard for Two teams that win a hundred plus games. Mm-hmm. Giants one oh seven, Dodgers one oh six. Neither of them were able to get it done last year or even get to the World Series. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a crapshoot at that point. So that's it. That's that's who's going to make the postseason. That yes. I don't know how we both can be right since we didn't have the exact <laughs> same picks, but I'm confident there is a way. You know what? Yeah, there's we got some good answers in there. Kale, any good questions out there from from folks here? Because we're about to wrap this up and I Especially if we have any super chats or anything like that. Oh, yes. Slinksy, <laughs> you read our mind. That's what a great it. Question. What's up, Slinksy? <laughs> great question. Uh, that yeah, I, I think I love their rotation more than anything. You know, mm-hmm. Yusei Kukushi was such a huge pickup. Kevin Gaussman, of course, who doesn't yeah. even need to be their ace. And then a really shrewd trade they made last year with Jose Barrios, who I actually have as my AL Cy Young Award winner. <gasps> Okay. Jose Barrios. Just a bunch of people that are very, very happy that Susie is on board. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. What, what do they say about me? Uh, yeah? And we have beef at D-Line. Oh, yes. thanks, Ed. Uh, <laughs> dude, this is... <laughs> Great personality. All right. So I got to do better on my wardrobe. That's for sure, then. Okay. Right, that's a, it's a compliment. Yeah, good, good personality. Like, oh, so in the looks. He means well. Maybe. Yeah, Mr. Congeniality. <laughs> One of those, like something backhanded. But it, it's big day, big mm. season, big get here, Susie Hunter. Thank you. Part of the DNVR Rockies team. We're super stoked. Again, we'll be live on Friday, post game. Could be a little while after. You know, mm-hmm. get get yourself back home, situated, tune into whatever it is you're doing, and we'll we'll have a wonderful live show covering all 162. It's gonna be. Absolutely exciting. Follow us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. She's at the Susie Hunter. There Not like go. those other phony Susie Hunters. No, no, no. They're all the imposters. The Susie the Hunter. Hunter. Thank I'm you. at Patrick D. Lyons. I almost said just, but that can be confusing for people. <laughs> Typing uh, it in like, this is too long. <laughs> and I, I tell you what, we've got a lot of momentum, but I, I got to say what I got to say at the end of every episode Momentum is truly only as good as tomorrow's podcast. So we'll talk to you then.